Hey, my name is Phil Lichtenberger, and this is Scanner School Podcast, where we answer all of your scanner questions, and that's exactly what we're here to do today. All this session and show notes can be found online at scannerschool.com slash session 98. Just on the other side of this bumper, we'll be answering your questions on Ask Scanner School volume number 14. Welcome to The Scanner School, a podcast dedicated to the scanner radio hobby. Class is about to begin. Here is your host, Phil Lichtenberger. Okay, so welcome to Scanner School. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My amateur radio call sign is W2LIE, and this podcast is always here to teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. Before we do that, I want to ask you a favor. I am looking to end the year with 100 five-star reviews on iTunes. Now, we have 73 reviews so far in iTunes. Yeah, not all of them are five-star reviews, but that's okay. That just lets me know that I have room to improve the podcast. So I am asking you for your honest review. Now, you can do so in whatever platform it is that you listen to this podcast on, but really right now, I'm only tracking the iTunes reviews. So if you go on scannerschool.com slash iTunes, you can leave a review right there. If you're listening to this on a iPhone or an iPad or any other Apple device, all you got to do is open up the pod player and click on the review icon. So that's it. I Again, I would appreciate your help. And why am I asking you for this? Because the more reviews we have, the more it moves us up to the list and it's easier for other people to find Scanner School. Now, if you leave me a review and you take a screenshot and you DM me on Instagram at Scanner School, I'll take everybody who direct messages me on Instagram, I'll put you into the running of a free tutorial session. Yes, I am naming my consulting calls now, tutorial sessions to kind of keep things in line with the school theme. So that's all you have to do. Again, scannerschool.com slash iTunes. Leave me an honest review and maybe you'll win a free tutorial session for your efforts. Again, DM me at Instagram at Scanner School. All right, let's go ahead and jump right into our very first question of the week. So our very first question comes in from Mikel. Hi, I can't update my SDS 200E. Every time I do that, it gets a message in Sentinel. It pops up with a box with an X and a text says, reconstructing full database failed. Mismatch file format version. What does this mean? I can't update the firmware. All right, so the first thing that flags me here is that you're using the 200E, all right, European version. You have to make sure that you have the correct version of Sentinel on your computer, that you don't have the US version. The US version will flag an error because you're using the wrong uh, firmware version from an E, okay, the European version. So that could be your very first issue. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link to the European version of Sentinel in the session notes at scannerschool.com slash session 98. In there, you'll get a link to the European version of Sentinel. Hopefully that fixes your problem. But what I did do is I jumped on Google and I had to actually use Google Translate to try and find other things because a lot of these issues could be coming from, you know, they're on overseas websites. I found a couple of French websites and I believe a site in Norway that had uh, scan-related topics on it. And what they were saying is you have to change the region settings in your computer to match Sentinel. So there was a problem where Sentinel would use dots for the firmware version numbers and 
because people in Europe and outside the US use commas where we use periods, that was causing an issue. So you have to go into your control panel and change the regional settings for the decimal point for the separator. You guys use commas, change it back to a decimal. Now I assume, and I have no way of verifying this, but I assume that if you installed the proper version of Sentinel, the one that works for the European flavor, you wouldn't have to do that. Okay, so let's make sure we double check and make sure we have the correct flavor of Sentinel. The other thing you could try doing too is you could try clearing the SD card. There's a little SD card icon in Sentinel. You can try clearing that and see if that fixes your problem as well. But I'm leaning towards an issue whether you have the US version of Sentinel and you need the European version. I hope that answers your question and I definitely appreciate you sending in a question from overseas. It's always great to get questions that are outside of the US. All right, let's jump into our very first voicemail question. Now, again, these voicemail questions do qualify to be in the running for a free tutorial session. So if you have any questions that you'd like to have me answer and you want to also be in the running for a tutorial session, it's a free one-on-one -on -one call between me and you. You can do so by going to scannerschool.com slash ask and leave us a voicemail at 516-308-2885 or by using our SpeakPipe um, voicemail box as well. So again, these questions here will qualify to be in the running and we'll announce the winner at the very, very end of the podcast. So let's go ahead and jump right into our first voicemail question. Hi, Phil. This is Kelvin from uh, Washington State. I have a Uniden Bearcat BCT-15 um, trunk tracker, and then I have numerous other Radio Shack um, trunk tracking scanners and i listen to the local police fire ham um and then i have a question on my fire channels my local fire department they are broadcast on a um, community pool of uh fire districts i guess you would say it's called valleycom so valleycom has a dispatch channel which is fire one and then they dispatch the fire station and then they, they take, you know, go to fire two or fire three or fire four. And then uh, the rest gets transmitted on that channel. Is there a way that I can just listen to traffic for pertaining to my fire station off of that? Um, because if I listen to fire four or fire three or two, I, I'm hearing everybody, you know, and I don't know if there's a way just to track the specific radios from my fire department. And if there's a scanner that can do that, if what type of scanner that would be, because my local police department's P25 and I can't listen to them anymore. So I'm kind of in the market for a new scanner, but uh, I'm willing to hear what you had to say. Thanks for your help. Bye. Okay, Calvin, thank you so much for your question. And I know that you sent this in last month. I want to thank you very much for being patient with me while I come to this answer. I actually had some homework to do here. And for those of you listening, Kelvin, I did trade a couple of emails to go through this. And let's get to my conclusion here. So we have two options here. I don't know if the first one is really going to be a good solution for you, though. Depends on how your system is set up. Now, if the departments out there actually do a dispatch where you have the two tones go out over P25, you can get a unication pager. And what the unication pager would do is it would alert as if it was a pager, right? It would stay silent unless the tones go out over the air for that department. And then what would happen is the pager can then go into a scan list and then just listen to the talk groups you're looking for. So whatever fire it is, you know, you can go right there. 
Also gives you the option of maybe just listening to the dispatch frequency and then turning the knob and going to that particular dispatch channel if they tell you when to go there. Now, again, once you hit the reset button, you know, the pager can go back on standby mode and you can then listen to nothing until the tones come back over the air again. The pager would activate and then it would open squelch and you listen until you reset it again. You could also set it up so that it just listens to the dispatch channel, the call comes over, and then it resets itself. Again, it's with store voice. You can go back later and listen to it as well. So that's one option for you if you're looking for a radio hardware version of this. Now, in communication, again, the communication pager, there's no real easy way just to lock onto a radio ID and listen to that, okay? The second option, though, is a little bit more intense, but this will do exactly what it is that you are looking to do. You can use an SDR or a software-defined radio. These are cheap. These are about $35 USB dongles that plug into your Windows, Linux, or Mac computer. Although we're going to talk about this in a Windows world right now. Plug it into your computer. You run a piece of software called Unitrunker. Okay. Then what you do is you set Unitrunker to look for the radio IDs that you're interested in. And you set the priority on those pretty low. Say, for example, a 20. And then what you do is you plug in a second SDR dongle and you tell that SDR dongle that I'm only interested in listening to audio that meets a certain priority threshold. So let's just say 21. This means that any priority 21 or less will then pass the audio through the SDR dongle. By doing this, you can get all the radio IDs that you're looking for, set the priority for those radio IDs, and then only those radio IDs will come through the speaker on your computer. Now, again, this isn't a great solution when it comes to carrying it around and being portable. But if you listen to the past podcast session that I did with Nathan McMullen, where we talked about scanning on a budget and then bringing it up to speed. So that was in session number 95. We called that one Overcoming Simulcast. And what Nathan did in that one is he's got a uh, SDR trunk setup going, which you can also try that as well. And he broadcast that to a Zillow channel. And then from his smartphone, he listens to that Zillow channel. So it is a way of him to carry this around with him. So again, you go back to listen to that one at scannerschool.com slash session 95. You can also do this in theory in the Linux world by using OP25. Now, again, I haven't gone that far and listened to, and used OP25 at all, at least not yet. So as I'm saying, in theory, that should work. You can also do this with DST+. Again, you set the radio priorities, and then you can then set it up that way as well. You can lock out all the radios you don't want to listen to. It could be That could be kind of tough. That's why I prefer Unitrunker. It's a Windows-based program. It's very easy to set up, very easy to get going. Now, I talked about how to set up SDRs and how to set up Unitrunker in my SDS class that I gave out last May. Now, I am still currently working on getting that as a full-time class. So what you can do is you can go over to scannerschool.com slash courses. Put yourself on the waiting list for this course. If I do it again live, of course, you'll know about it right away. But if I also, if I publish it for an on-demand course, you'll be notified when I do that as well. As I'm recording these podcasts and I'm putting things into place so I can free up my time now. Again, I am actually now paying somebody to edit these podcasts, and I'm now paying somebody to publish a podcast for me, which allows me now just to sit down and record these episodes for you guys. Frees up a little bit of my time now to start doing the other things that I need to do to help you guys out. One of them is working on courses. The first course, of course, 
would be the SDR training class. So again, scannerschool.com slash courses will help, uh, will, will get you on the waiting list for when that course comes active. So again, Kelvin, the easiest and best way that I know how to do this, and in fact, I played around it last night just to verify it would work great, is I use two USB SDR dongles. Again, they're at $35 a piece. I'll put a link to the dongles over in the session notes as well. Again, they will be affiliate links. So if you use my links to buy the dongles, you'll get uh, you'll be helping out Scanner School. It'll be really great. Appreciate that. The software is free. So I'll leave a link to that as well in the podcast notes as well. It's Unitrunker, and we'll look at using Unitrunker version 2, which is still in public beta right now. So it might be a little bit buggy, but it works what we need it for. And I think it'll work fine for you. The other option here is DSD+. Plus. Okay. Actually, now I'm thinking about it. There might be a little bit of an issue with uh, Unitrunker and P25 decoding. That keeps coming and going. So we'll see how that works for you as well. All right. But in the end, you're looking at a computer-based solution for now, unless the departments in your area using an actual physical tone-out tone on the dispatch channel. And maybe we can look at using a unication device as well. If you're interested in a unication device, definitely contact me. I can definitely hook you up with a unication G-series pager as a dealer, and we'll talk about some of the promos in just a few minutes. So Kelvin, I want to thank you for your question. Thank you again for your patience. Sorry, you cannot do this in a scanner. I tried. It's just not there. The best you can do is just alpha tag the unit IDs, which is not what you're looking to do. All right. And then best of luck. Listen to the end of the podcast. And hopefully you're the winner of the consulting call. And if you are, be great. We can actually sit down and go through how to set up Unitrunker for you. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. So this podcast is sponsored by East Coast Pages. Now, again, East Coast Pages is one of my online companies, and I'm here to tell you about Unication's end-of-year blowout. If you buy 10 G1 pagers, you get one free. If you buy a G4 or a G5, you get $100 off. What does this mean? I'm glad you asked. This means that the G4 pager drops $100 off the MSRP. So it goes from $645 to $545. The G5 goes from $745 to $645. Now, if you buy from East Coast Pagers, I will help you out with your programming, and you'll get a spare belt clip for your G4 or G5 pager. G1s, you also get a spare set of batteries. Now, again, these promos run until December 15th, 2015, and you may contact me directly at phil at eastcoastpagers.com. Also, are free warranties. If you buy 10 G-series pagers, that's G1 through G5, including the new G2s and G3s, you'll get the five-year warranty included. So again, you have to buy 10 G-series pagers to get the five-year extended warranty. Now, I'm trying to help some of you guys out that aren't able to buy the 10. So if you don't mind waiting and you want to pull some resources together, we can discuss that and see if I can get you some extended warranties included. All right? Shh, don't tell anybody. That's our little secret. So again, eastcoastpagers.com and reach out to me directly, phil at eastcoastpagers.com. And now for the conclusion of this week's podcast. Hey, Phil, it's Andrew, fully involved media group. My question for Scanner School is what external scanner antennas can you recommend? What I mean by this is an external BNC antenna that can be connected from the rear of, for example, a base scanner be attached to a window or outside for better reception. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, Andrew. 
Thank you so much for your question. And this is, no pun intended, this is a pretty loaded question here. So I don't know if you're looking for something that's going to go external like on a chimney or your roof or just something that's external that's going to be external to the radio, whereas you said you're going to put on a window or just outside of a window. So we're going to take this a couple of different ways. Look, height is king, okay? At least that's the way of thinking when you're not talking about simulcast issues. So the higher, the better. It's all about line of sight. I recommend the Diamond D130NJ. Now, again, you can find a link to this. It's an affiliate link, scannerschool.com slash D130NJ. I'll put a link again, scannerschool.com slash session98, where you can just click on it and go. This is an affiliate link. It goes you right to a scanner mask where you can make the purchase. You will need coax. You'll need a antenna mask and brackets and whatnot. But this is what I recommend doing. You can have some really good quality cable, something like LMR400 going from the antenna through your house to your radio. This will be gangbusters, right? This is like the setup that you go want to go with. Now, if you're in an area where everything's all trunking and you're just trying to improve the trunk system, even putting something maybe in your attic would be good. You can run that up in your attic. Again, the D130NJ is great because it's got the downward radials. It could just stand up right there on the floor. You can run some coax down like the plumbing, uh, the vent pipe. Usually there's a small chase or a void in the walls where that would be. You might be able to snake some uh, some coax down through there, or maybe you have to poke out through the gable vent down the side of your house and back in. It all depends on how you can do it. I always try and run coax either down the plumbing vent, through the plumbing vent, but in the void where the plumbing vent is, or through closets. It's always a great way to do it through closets because they're kind of hidden and you never see them anyway. So that's a good way of doing it as well. If you're looking for something else to do that, there's, uh, again, there's new antennas by Whistler that just came out. We talked about those two weeks ago in session number 96. So those look a little bit interesting. And uh, there's a indoor small magnetic disc cone antenna you can get. Again, I haven't really played around that yet. So that's on my to-do list and my wish list. The other thing you could try doing too is you can put a mag mount antenna either by the window on a cake pan or just outside the window. Again, I don't know what your setup is. If you're in an apartment, if you have an air conditioner that's outside there, something metallic you can stick it to. But again, you said external. So I'm assuming external to the house. I'm assuming you have the ability to get them up on a chimney or on the side of your house on a mast. That's really the optimal way of doing it. So that's what I will recommend. If you need some clarification on this one, you can always ask me again. You can submit again another question, scannerschool.com slash ask, and we can continue the discussion on this one on next month's Ask Scanner School. So that's where I would leave it at this point. Andrew, again, thank you so much for your question. And uh, if you need more help, again, just shoot us a response to that question. Hi, Phil. This is Guy Lee. I had a question. I was wondering, how do you input frequencies not using the the radio reference database, like I said, I have some frequencies that are not in there, and how would I go about entering those into the BC 536HP scanner? Thank you. Keep up the good work. All right, Guy. Thank you so much for your question. It's good to hear from you again. Guy was one of my students in the intro to SDR course that uh, we talked about really early with Kelvin's question. So Guy, hopefully you're still using the SDR and, and things going well for you. But to answer your question, when it comes to adding in a frequency into your BCD 536HP after the fact, 
It's very simple. It depends how you want to do it. So let's just assume right now you're using Sentinel. You have an existing favorites list. All you're going to do is go to edit favorites list and you'll drill down into the department and you'll just add a channel in there. And just as it was conventional, you would just go ahead and insert in the alpha tag, the frequency and the PL code or the NAT code if it ends up being P25. Now, if you want to create a brand new favorites list, same basic principle, what you'll do is you'll go all the way to the root tree of your favorites list and you'll right click and you'll add a new favorites list and you'll pick it down whether it is conventional or P25, whatever the, the mode is. You add a department. And then again, you just add in a frequency. It's pretty straightforward using Sentinel. Now, the process is pretty much the same when it comes to using the interface on the scanner. What you'll do is you'll go into Manage Favorites Lists, and either you'll create a new favorites list, or you'll enter an existing favorites list, where you'll then go into the department and edit department, and then edit the channel. And then you'll either add a new channel or modify the existing channel. So the process is very straightforward. You just got to remember that you can easily, easily do it either via the, the software on the radio, or via the, uh, the Sentinel program as well. Now, another method you can do it with, which is one that I like to do, is, is just with using Butel. ARC 536 is a great piece of software. I believe you can still try it out as a temporary evaluation copy. And if you're ready to make a purchase on that one too, you can go to scannerschool.com slash Butel. And that's our affiliate link where you can make the purchase. Now, I like using Butel software for bulk uploads of frequencies. So you say you have a spreadsheet or a list from a previous radio. You can very easily copy those out and paste them into a frequency list using Butel and then save it to your favorites list in the scanner. So when you're using Sentinel or, you know, it's just not that easy to do it. And Butel makes it so much easier to do so. So again, Guy, hopefully things are going well with your SDR. And hopefully, I know this is a very short answer, but that's all it required to kind of get through it. It was just very easy. Just go right to either to edit favorites list and then edit department and then add the channel. Or right from the front, the keypad entry. All you got to do again is just select the manage favorites list option and then either new favorites list or edit an existing favorites list. Make sure you go into the department setting, either via Sentinel or on the radio in order to figure out where to enter in the frequency. So Guy, I wanna thank you very much for your question. Okay, so before we pick the winner of this week's free tutorial session or this month's free tutorial session, I wanna make sure that I thank my Patreon supporters. And now again, it's our Patreon supporters that are helping me to make the changes to the podcast that are making it better for everybody. So because of my Patreon supporters, I am able to hire a editor to edit these podcasts to make them much easier on me to create because now my resources are not spent editing podcasts. They are spent making the podcast. And I also have a person helping me with the publishing. Again, helping me to concentrate on making the podcast for you instead of working to publish the podcast. So again, it's allowing me to free up more time, allowing me to now get ahead of the podcast and is going to be allowing me now to have some free time. I wouldn't say free time, but a little bit more time in my schedule that I can start putting in some training sessions, getting back into YouTube. As we've seen, I've gone back into doing the live Q&A sessions. Now, again, these are things that I love doing. So I'm happy that I am now able to get back into it. So Let's go ahead and thank our Patreon supporters. And they are Craig Harper, Dan, Glenn Bryden, Guy Lee, Irvin Thibodeau, James Felling, Jeff Block, 
John Goldenberg, Ken Newberry, Kenneth Fowler, M.T. Bono, Mark Beebe, Raymond Hill, Ronnie Bach, Sal Marandola, Scott Vorder, Signals Everywhere, Stephen Sheffield, Todd Glendie, and William Arcan. I want to thank each of you for being a Patreon supporter. And again, our $5 Patreon supporters get a squelchy sticker pack. These are brand new that I am giving out to my Patreon supporters. So again, if you would like to get a squelchy sticker pack, no easier way to do so than to get onto Patreon and pledge at the $5 per month level. Again, $5 a month level is just about a dollar per podcast. So that's really not that much money considering, you know, it's four podcasts a month. You're donating $5. Once Patreon takes a little cut, I'm getting about $4 and change off of it. So you're supporting the podcast for a dollar a week. That's really not that bad at all. So again, the squelchy packs are available to those who are $5. If you want to help support Scanner School and you don't want to do this on a month-to-month basis, you can donate us by uh, help us out by doing a PayPal donation or using our affiliate links. And we have affiliate links to Scanner Master and Butel and even Amazon. Now at the holidays around the corner, Amazon shopping is going to really pick up. It's a great way to help support us at no additional cost. So again, you go to scannerschool.com slash support, and that's where you'll find links for our Patreon, our Amazon, our Butel, and our Scanner Master. And for everybody who is helping support Scanner School, I really Really do appreciate your help. I cannot thank you enough for that. Okay, so now the moment I think most of us have been waiting for. Who is winning this month's free tutorial session? So let's go ahead and figure that one out. Okay, so what I've done is I've opened up a spreadsheet and I put the following people in. Number one is Kelvin, number two is Andrew, and number three is Guy. And I have Google's random number generator right in front of me. Again, min is one, max is three. I'm gonna click on generate. And the winner is three, Guy Lee. Guy, congratulations on winning this month's free tutorial session, a free tutoring session, a tutoring session. I keep saying tutorial. Free to tutoring session, to tutoring. <laughs> I better get out of here before my tongue gets even worse, Lee Tide. All right, I'm batting a thousand here. So Guy, please reach out to me. We'll uh, schedule your free tutoring session, and we could talk about whatever's on your mind for up to an hour. Anybody else who is looking for tutoring from me up to an hour, you can go to scannerschool.com slash consulting, or just go right to the Scanner School webpage. At the very top of the bar will be the link to consulting. All right, everybody, thank you again for joining us on this month's session of Ask Scanner School. We ask that if you do have a question for me, Scannerschool.com slash ask is the way to do so. Your questions are due by the 15th of the month so I can get this edited and published on time. Scanner School is copyright 2019, Monitor Long Island, Inc. My name is Phil Lichtenberger. My own radio call sign is W2LIE. And this is Scanner School. We teach you everything you need to know about the scanner radio hobby. All the sessions and show notes are online. Scannerschool.com slash session 98. Catch us next week for session number 99, where we talk about vehicle installs. We'll catch you all next week. 73 for one.